Good morning. Good morning. It's November the 5th. November the 5th, 2021, in the age of Boblimtok. Yes, in the age of Boblimtok, remember, remember the 5th of November, buddy boy. Remember that grizzly grease you fried up in the pan. Remember that sexy woman from Robot Japan. Remember your trip to the Hooker Republic, to the Vegas Strip Club, to the lost caves of the old grumbo freaks of Nevada. It's the 5th of November. Friday, right around 9.38 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, Friday, November the 5th, 2021. I don't know where you are listening to this. I can no longer afford currently to broadcast on shortwave. We were paying for it a buck a minute. And it got to be pretty expensive doing eight shows a month, you know. It's not poignant. It's not sad. Don't get angry. Don't get mad. We were always traveling on a crappy railroad. Don't get upset. Don't get angry. Don't go insane. Don't lose your brain. Open up your heart to the fact that crap is happening to a lot of people. And who knows, I could be back on the radio sooner than you think. Once I get that big job, you know, advertising for the protein farmers, for the squimbly freaks, for the Zed folk of Sector 43. out there singing their Cheerios songs they're singing it out loud their Cheerios song their high fructose their Aunt Jemima syrup they want to buy They want to sell your protein. Yeah, I don't know. You know, a lot of people, since that movie V for Vendetta came out in like 2006, Boblimtok... 15 years ago, and then with the whole Occupy Wall Street shit, which was a kind of fucking psyop, and with all the other crap, people be wearing these Guy Fox masks and they think it means something. It's about as meaningful 
as wearing one of those Che Guevara t-shirts, knowing what, what kind of a piece of shit that guy was. And just so you know, I'm an anarchist, so I'm an equal opportunity basher of tyrannical scumbags who want to go around killing people. Let's be honest about Guy Fawkes. Do you know why he wanted to blow up Parliament? They really don't go into that, really, very deeply in the film. Here's why he and his fellow conspirators wanted to blow up Parliament. Because they were Catholics. Because they hated the Protestants. And, you know, folks, if you understand the history of the Catholic Church in the Middle Ages and the Renaissance period and the early Enlightenment, if you understand their role in squashing ideas, if you understand their role in something called the Inquisition, which basically was a nice name for going around, terrorizing communities, murdering people in the name of Jesus all over Europe. Lots of midwives were burned as witches. Lots of cats were burned because, you know, cats are familiars or whatever. There were cat trials and crap like that during the Inquisition. So when you think about Guy Fawkes, he was fighting for the side that didn't really have an issue with the Inquisition. And for the most part, the Protestants of Europe were trying to fight for human liberty. It wasn't very perfect. Henry VIII, the founder of the English Protestant Church, the Church of England, Henry VIII was kind of a piece of shit. He was a wife-murdering, lecherous, probably sociopathic, definitely riddled with syphilis piece of shit. So I'm not going to make out the English Protestants to be that great. And another thing you need to keep in mind, just a few decades after Guy Fawkes tried to blow up the parliament, there was something called the English Civil War. It's no accident that nobody even barely talks about it. They don't talk about it much in English history, really. Maybe it doesn't seem like it. They definitely don't talk about it in terms of American history. But there is no way to properly understand the American Revolution without understanding the English Civil War of the middle of the 17th century. You cannot understand one without the other. And there's a reason why they don't want you to understand the English Civil War. Because for the most part, it was about ordinary farmers and ordinary English people standing up to kind of a very corrupt king. And recognizing the possibility, though not really able to take the final leap to anarchy, but recognizing the fact that every English person was sovereign and had to have rights. And under the Magna Carta, which at that time was what, you know, 400 years old, 450 years old? At that time, under the Magna Carta, ordinary people had rights. The common people had rights. And that king was trampling on those rights. That English king was trampling on those rights. And that led to, in part, was the principal cause of the English Civil War. Now, lots of people want to talk about Oliver Cromwell and what a piece of shit he was to Irish people. But I gotta say, 
between Oliver Cromwell and the Catholic Church, it's kind of six of one, half a dozen of the other kinds of demons. I mean, you really are talking about demons versus demons. This is my point. The best thing you can say about Guy Fawkes, the best thing you can say about Guido Fawkes, is he's neutral. He's not a symbol of anything. He's not a symbol of rebellion. He's not a symbol of revolution. In fact, Guy Fawkes is a symbol of being the one left behind. He was left behind to guard the explosives. He was the dude set up as the fall guy. Guy Fawkes symbolizes the inept, mediocre fall guy. That is precisely who Guy Fawkes represents. Wake up, understand that. Don't just listen to the Wachowski brothers because they gave you the Matrix movies and assume that their deconstructive view of a waltz into tyranny makes any sense. Understand this. In the name of their idea of a good world, they will kill you. And the only reason why they're not killing you yet, according to my theory, is their, their world is falling apart. Okay, this is not, you know, how can I phrase this? This is not Germany 1933. This is Berlin, April 1945. Is it still dangerous as fuck? Is Hitler still barely alive? Yeah, all that's true. And, and Jewish people are still being murdered where the Germans control the camps. In fact, they accelerated the rate of deaths in many cases towards the end because they didn't want any witnesses, right? This is not Germany 33. This is Berlin, April 45. And so, yeah, they probably, some of these people would love to just kill us all, but I'm of the opinion that all they have left is fear. They can spread the fear. They can convince you about make-believe pandemics. They can send you down the road of completely constructed race wars. They can, you know, conjure up the spirits of hypersonic missile gaps and invasions of Taiwan and, oh my God, the Iranians and look what's going on there and the Russians and blah, 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 blah. They can conjure up fear. And, and this is something to consider. And this is where we can take this whole 5th of November conversation and take a little dance on our way back. If we can boogie on our way back, we can boogie on our way back home to this topic of the, the movie V for Vendetta. At one point in the film, that, you know, dictatorial piece of shit is saying, you know, you have to remind them. You have to remi remind them. You have to remind them why they need us. You have to remind them why they need us. They need us for the hookers. They need us for the credit cards. They need us for the HELOC loans. So we can build our hooker a palace and pay for it with credit cards. Yeah, you know, the, the threat of the dictator is remind them why they need us. So they do a big fear campaign, fear of this, fear of that, fear of the other person, fear of latchkey kids, fear of not having latchkey kids, all of it. Everything designed to confuse and enrage and anger. Okay, 
I don't know why they're doing it. That is the, the, the God's honest truth. All I know is what they're doing. It was obvious to me about two months into this make-believe pandemic that it was bullshit. And then when the you know George Floyd race war kicked off, that looked like constructed bullshit too. I don't know if George Floyd was really killed or not, but that entire situation stinks. The idea that anybody would film the murder of another human being, all you're left with in that scenario is maybe people are scum. Because maybe people would rather film a neighbor in that tight-knit neighborhood being slowly executed so they can be famous rather than just put a stop to it. And if your answer is, well, they might get shot, then you just indicated why we're fucked. Because if you're afraid to take a stand at this point, you are fucked. It might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, they might even show up in a Guy Fox mask. Oh, V for Vendetta. Except for they're gonna tell people you're the bad guy. This time, you know, they might show up in a Guy Fox mask and they will stick that taser up your butthole. That is where you're at. If you're not willing to stop a cop from executing another human being, whether it's LARPing or not, whether you think it's fake or not, if you're not willing to do that right now, if you're not willing to put yourself in front of a bullet for a friend, for a family member, then you are fucked. That doesn't mean everyone else is, by the way. Okay? Let's not get all communist about consequences. The people that decide to take the vaccine have already indicated that they're willing to obey in a fundamental way. Even the motherfuckers who did the little black market trick of getting a friendly doctor to say they got the vaccine when they didn't. I'm sure that's happened a lot. God bless the doctors that are doing it. I wish they would take it a step further and say, this pandemic is bullshit. Okay? If it is real in any concocted mathematical logical sense, then it is as real, probabilistically speaking, as I fucked your mom. I fucked everybody's mom. Because I'm using the mathematics of COVID. I'm using the logic of the monkey herpes. And according to that logic, I'm probably your dad. And you're probably my shit baby. Just like Alyssa Milano. If I use the corrupt and irrational and upside down logic of COVID, I fucked your mom. You're my shit baby. If you're offended by that in this whole conversation about Guy Fox or AKA Guido Fox, AKA Fall Guy for the failed attempt to blow up the parliament early in the 17th century, if I just offended you by saying um, 
according to the mathematics of COVID, I might have fucked your mom. Understand this. If you had a loved one, and I'm repeating this because maybe somebody will hear this at some point. If you had a loved one die in a hospital in the last two years, do not take the hospital's word for it. I have worked around hospitals. It is way more likely MRSA, fungal, some random non-monkey herpes virus, or some other thing, you name it, runaway E. coli killed your loved one. Way more likely. Which means it's way more likely the hospital, which could have prevented that hospital-acquired infection, the hospital killed your loved one. Don't yell at me. Don't tell me because I don't believe your bullshit that I had anything to do with it. Use some common sense. Research the topic of hospital-acquired infection. Go beyond the V4 Vendetta Potemkin village of thinkery. Dig a little deeper is my suggestion. If you think Guy Fawkes was a hero, you're wrong. If you think that the COVID monkey herpes killed your grandma in the hospital, you are most definitely wrong, in my opinion. You should research it. If there was a rule of law, you should seek a lawsuit. But the thing is, that requires courage. That is as hard for a lot of people now as standing in front of a bullet. Because that means giving up a paradigm. And a paradigm for some people is more important than a heart or a lung or even a son or daughter. They would see their family burn before they gave up a bad idea. And that too is why so many people are just walking, talking people, but they're still fucked. They just don't know it yet. They're pending. Pending final status, you know, pending final status. But of course, you've got to say, I'm crazy. You have to say, I'm insane. There is nothing but the cocaine madness in my voice. Do you know that it's almost grinking time? Do you walk the sidewalks looking for mungus? Can you hear the screams, the songs of Mary Boblimptock? right? Mary Boblimtok. Do you walk the sidewalks looking for what's called Krongo protein? It's the leftover remains of maggots and dead lice and dead crabs from you know where. Do you walk the streets looking for the entrails of the forbidden foe? You don't know it yet, but you're living in Boblimtok. Following Boblimtok, following the great bells and horns, following the blue lights of Saturn,
following Boblimtok, following the great horns and the great bells, following the blue lights of Saturn. Then the real fun starts. It's Grinkin time. Grinkin time is a merry time. Grinkin time is a hairy time. Grinkin time. Grinkin time. It's a time of touching. It's a time of living in Grinkin time. A time of screams. Real screams. Real screams during Grinkin time. Your death will not be televised during Grinkin time. You will watch everything you care about destroyed during Grinkin time. Your folly will be laid bare as some hooker unstripified near Vegas being hunted by the wily beasts of the desert during Grinkin time. Those you love will disappear. Those you care about will be hunted down during Grinkin time. So very close, baby. Yes, you can be a crypto miner sitting next to your ether rig. You can be a blockchain buddy orally pleasing your mining device. And Grinkin Time will whisper into your Bitcoin soul. Grinkin Time will say to you, once the electricity's been out for 72 hours, Grinkin Time will tell you when you can smell the rotting corpses in the streets. Grinkin Time will whisper into your mind when you see that your neighbor's posting flyers for a doggy cue. Followed by a cat cue next weekend. They used to be called barbecues, right? But now they're doggy cues. We're saying goodbye, honorifically, apple in the snout. During Grinkin time. Yes, they'll whisper, those demons of the night will whisper into your Ethereum, Doge coin, little mind and tell you, did you really think complexity was a good thing? Were you that fucking stupid? <laughs> yeah, in Grinkin time. Kelbo Beast will wander the roads in walnut-flavored convertibles covered in red-winged entrails and birds that fly too far too fast. Yes, Kelbo Beast will wander the roads 
in walnut-flavored convertibles covered in red-winged entrails and birds that fly too far. Birds that fly too far. Birds that fly too far, too fast, baby. You got too close to the sun. You were having fun. You had your iPhone and your sexy boyfriend. Now it's drinking time. Yes, indeed. A ship. A ship sinking will give you more concern, more compassion, more pity than the Grinkin time beasts to come. A coyote god will destroy your castle. Grinkin time doesn't care about your books. It doesn't care about your college degrees. It doesn't care that you have a PhD. It smiles at your masters. It looks at your MSC. It grabs its baseball bat and whacks and whacks you in the face, baby, during drinking time. And therefore, brothers and sisters, you should burn your diplomas, break your glasses, break your glasses. Because drinking time comes for the nerds, for the smarty pants first, baby. Learn to use a chainsaw, nerd. Learn to use a welding torch, nerd. Learn to cut up your hands so it looks like you work the fields or have a really rough hooker girlfriend. During drinking time. It'll be a merry thing. It'll be a celebration. I can't tell if you will hear this, but I can say you will probably die alone. You built a life around meetup.com, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, every Twitterized Twitter thingy. You were connected on YouTube. You were connected to friends. But all of it required a little demon called electricity, baby. And it's been off for a few weeks now during drinking time. The food has gone rotten. The food in your freezer is bad. You should have eaten it first thing off. Instead, you ate your canned food. You ate it very first-like. Now all you have is stinking death in your freezer during drinking time. And that nasty smell tells the wolves and the owls and the eagles. It tells the gangsters and the gangs. It tells the clans and the Cregan freaks where you are. They will come in the night crawling up the walls of your place. They don't care if they die in disgrace. They will fall 20 stories. It doesn't really matter to them. 
They ain't got no hope. During drinking time. Hope is not a thing. So I can tell you, you're probably going to die alone. You connected on Facebook. You connected on Twitter. You built your life electronically out of things that are bullshit. If that's all you got living in the city, well, you've got my pity, baby, but that ain't going to help you when you're starving to death during drinking time. When the swarthy freaks who are hungry for food or tail are looking for something during drinking time. <sighs> are you into women's liberation? I know, I know. Dan, you're going to get misogynistic. No, I'm going to keep it real. Are you into women's lib? Are you a beta male who thinks that you're going to ride the coattails of some kind of testosterone tidal wave, buddy? Are you into women's lib? Grinkin' time. Grinkin' time does not care about politics. Grinkin' time cares nothing for ideology. Grinkin' time does not conceive of verbs and nouns. Grinkin' time just knows things like fire and death, like blood and rock, like a steel spike sticking into your skull. That is the ideology of Grinkin' time. You think that it's gonna wanna talk to you about women's liberation? How you saw a movie where some woman that weighs 120 pounds but tosses the rock? Tell me about that film, baby. Tell me about Captain Marvel during drinking time. In Grinkin' time, Grinkin' time, you will throw away your empowered lean-in stance. You will discover the truth of Hollywood stunt women and special effects. If you're lucky, you will have a place to hide from the beast during Grinkin' time. Baby stealing, baby theft, baby sales at every corner Chevron during Grinkin' time. Every corner Chevron will sell babies to the highest bidder during drinking time.
During Grinkin time, angry fists will be punching old men in the stomach and loading their grizzled asses onto trucks to deliver the, to the taco meat plant outside of town to deliver the old, old men to the taco meat plant during Grinkin time. You gotta be killing it during Grinkin time. That'll be the saying amongst all the folks, all the people wandering about with unshaven faces and women with unshaven legs during Grinkin time. There won't be a lot of female, you know, how can I put this? There won't be a ton of female hygiene products during Grinkin time. There won't be any shaving kits for those, you know, men who like to be slick. During Grinkin time, you'll have to be, you know, okay with your sealed-in aromas, baby. You have to live like Grizzly Adams. You have to shave yourself, if you must, with some piece of, you know, I don't know, maybe flint, maybe broken glass, maybe the edge of a knife. But if you're not too fancy, you might just tear at your face to shave until it's a bloody mess during drinking time. I'm so impatient for Grinkin time. I'm like my I'm like my childhood self every year. It's that time of year, Boblimtok season. Every little kid gets anxious for Boblimtok and Grinkin time. Yes, we're awaiting that inner voice of scorn. We are willing to build our own avalanche. But the sword will only pierce the wicked who sell their wares down Devil's Alley in Grinkin time. So fret not. No one will be tweeting soon. Soon nights will be dark again, like they once were. After Boblimptok. Following Grinkin Eve. Yes, there will only be two genders at that point. There will only be two sexual genders following Bo Blimpdock. There'll be tops. There'll be bottoms. That'll be it after Bo Blimpdock.
Yes, after Bo Blimtok, all of these sexual genders, all of the orientations, all of the science and the math and the logic will be boiled down to baseball bats, tops and bottoms. You're either a top or a bottom. And if you're a top, you're living on top like Master Blaster. You're riding the cosmic snake. If you're a bottom, you're taking the snake up the rear from here to eternity, from here to France, in your pants, like a lance, coming for you day and night if you're a bottom, but if you're a top, if you're a top, you get cocaine. You get cocaine, you get extra servings of pizza. Those are the genders. After Bo Blimtok. Top or bottom. You better bet the top gets the baseball bat. Or the other, depending on your perspective, right? Are you beginning to understand what Bo Blimtok is? They'll only be tops and bottoms. Which one are you going to be during Bo Blimtok, during the Grinkin time? If you're running in the woods alone, if you're jogging on the Old Creek Trail, and some scrumbo freak knocks your block off with a baseball bat wrapped in chainsaw chain. If you're running through the dark night and you're being chased by old hag witches and they smell of diesel and stale Doritos and they stab you in the liver, motherfucker. During the grinking time. You will need whiskey and fishing line. You will need a sewing needle. You will need a mirror and a piece of hard leather or wood. You will bite down on that thing with your terrible little teeth as you pour the whiskey into that gaping wound and then you clean it. Yes, indeed, you will pour the whiskey into the wound as commanded. You will pour the whiskey into that bloody wound. You will go two mules for Sister Sarah on that thing. And you will scream into the night as you bite your lip in pain. 
That's why you need to bite down on wood or that hard leather, baby. Maybe your wallet. You will take two swigs of whiskey. Maybe three swigs of whiskey. And then you will... Then you will sew up that motherfucker with that fishing line or the string from a tampon. Hopefully not used, right? And this is what you're going to do during Grinkin' time, if you want to get right down to it. Whatever insane ideas you have about Grinkin' time, this will be your job. You will have to, you know, heal your sir, heal your, heal thyself will become the motto of every struggling, tripping, you know, wasting away figure, scraping across the horizon, heal thyself, hobo. And if you want to perform hobo surgery, you'll need a pocket knife or a modeling knife or a jagged piece of glass in grinking time. Let me know what you're giving your friends or family this grinking time of year. As part of this season of Boblimtalk, I'd love to know what you're getting your friends and your moms and your sisters during Grinkin' time. Boblimtalk doesn't have Black Friday. That's racist, uh-huh. We have Red Thursday. Ask me what that's about, baby. Grinkin' time doesn't have, you know, Black Friday. We got that Red Thursday. Red Thursday. We have Red Thursday. Ask me what Red Thursday's about during Grinkin' time. Red Thursday is a whore's kiss. Red Thursday is a key to hell. Red Thursday, everything, everything is 100%, 100% off, baby. Yep, 100% off. Head, legs, arms, your junk, your toes, your fingers, your feet, your torso, kidneys, livers, hearts. Red Thursday, everything must go. Red Thursday is a drifter's nightmare of being chased by coyotes, coyotes of the mind. Red Thursday is justice. Red Thursday is coming. Red Thursday 
is a Friday night hooker that you make love to on Sunday, you kick out on Tuesday, because on Wednesday, you'll feed upon the flesh of the earth. That's what Red Thursday is. Yes, in the time of Boblimtok, in Grinken time, they will blame the Amish for smallpox. They will blame the white man for monkey herpes. They will blame the Mexican for the Tijuana gonorrhea. And who will they blame for the super crabs? Who will they blame for the monster genital crabs? Who will they blame for the arachnids crawling out of my butt? During Grinkin' time, who will they blame for the giant genital crabs crawling from my sphincters? Who will we blame? Surely not me. Because how can I be okay if you don't get the vaccine? Non-sequitur reasoning is going to be popular. It already is now during Bob Talk and during Grinkin' time. That's why it'll take centuries for civilization to rebuild itself, but everyone will have a shortcut to thinking, and that'll make everyone happier during Grinkin time. Yes, who will they blame for the super gentle crabs? I'll tell you who. The white woman hookers. That's who. You know who you are. You white women hookers out there doing your white women hooker things. During Grinkin time. You know, one of the strange things about the time that precedes or Grinkin time, this time of Boblimtok, which is what we're in right now, we're in the age of Boblimtok. I mean, I say there's only a few shopping days left, but in reality, we're in the season of Boblimtok. And you should buy what you need as soon as possible, baby. You need to arm up. With a pillowcase of batteries, you need to arm up with 50 shirkin. You need to get your bow and arrow, your crossbow, your 5.56 carbine, your tannerite and gasoline and bottles for making Molotov cocktails for Boblimtok preparation for Grinkin time. But there are a lot of people right now, and it's kind of weird, it's kind of funny, I don't know what to tell you, but a lot of folks right now are doing what I, what I can only call, what I can only describe as um, fucking a corpse. And what do I mean by fucking a corpse? Well, of course I'm saying this figuratively. I'm not saying you're all necrophiliacs, but in that, paradigm that paradigmatic sense, in the sense of having a model of the world, a way that you look at the world. A lot of folks are fucking a corpse. They're holding on to a reality that doesn't make sense. You can say, for example, Dan, you beat up on crypto people. Well, I do, because most of them are fucking corpses. Okay? They're talking all decentralized. 
but their CPUs are made by the deep state, their electricity comes from the deep state, their internet is provided by and controlled by the deep state, and so they talk out of two sides of their asshole. On one side they say, oh, we're all decentralized, but their decentralized existence depends upon the Death Star. And so in some ways it is a lot like mining Bitcoin on the Death Star, and as long as Darth Vader doesn't give a fuck, in fact, he'll probably want his cut, you're fine. But you're still fucking a corpse. You know, this thing that you're depending upon isn't gonna be the same thing a year from now, and in all likelihood it will not support what you're doing now. So you're better off getting over it, but people can't. You know, people will say to me, Dan, you need to like blah, 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 and be all committed to like making money right now and this and that. And you know, maybe that's right, maybe that's not right, but I can tell you this much, I can't commit to the system because to me it looks like a corpse. To a lot of other people, it looks like it's still alive. To me, it looks like it's dead. Mostly what's left inside are parasites. Parasites that are eating it away. And the process of eating it away looks like it's still alive. It gives that sense of locomotion, but it's really just a big bag of parasites at this point. That is what the government is. That's what the system is. A big bag of parasites, a giant fucking corpse. And I guess the thing I struggle with is how do I do that? How do I live in corpse world? Because it's not clown world. It really is corpse world. It really is a world of necrophiliacs right now. But how do you live in corpse world and not want to fuck the corpse? Everyone says, fuck the corpse. You'll get, you'll get your money, you know, fuck the corpse, you know. You'll get your check for killing a COVID patient. Fuck the corpse. You know, get your HELOC, get your fucking zero interest rate, 20 or 30 year loan for your truck. Fuck the corpse. And I'm just not that into it, okay? I'm just not that into it. It doesn't appeal to me. I understand why people have to do it, but I also understand why it's going to be incredibly disappointing for a lot of people when they realize that the corpse have been dead all along. Um... You know, I joke about Boblimtok and Grinkin time, and I sort of sound serious, but I'm joking, right? And you can listen to this discussion, this absurd conversation about chaos and mayhem, but what people don't really get is that history owes them nothing. It owes you nothing. It owes the United States nothing. It owes the world nothing. And if you're a Christian, and you haven't read the whole book of Ecclesiastes, you still have time. You should read the whole book. Not just the funeral wedding part, not just that crap, you know, the season for this, the season for that. That's just the one part of it that makes it seem like it's a completely different book. No, read the whole fucking thing. History owes you nothing. Life owes you nothing. This is not Eden. This is not the millennial kingdom yet, right? If you're a Christian, this is a fallen world and fallen worlds do fallen things. They don't do Eden things. They don't do angel things. They do nasty, grimy, terrible things. And while it's true that God does the miracle thing he wants in a while to help us out, I'm not sure that that's a freebie. I'm not sure that that's a gimme, like it's an automatic. Once you join the club, you're guaranteed help. A 
lot of you motherfuckers are having sexual relations with corpses at this point, figuratively speaking. In fact, many people I know have a better relationships with this corpse world than they do with Jesus. So they would rather fuck a corpse, they would rather fuck a corpse, than recognize that Jesus is their Lord. And that's kind of weird. And if you're an atheist, fine. But that doesn't mean you have to fuck a corpse. You can wake up and realize that the system is crooked and it's a failure because it's crooked. It's a broken thing. And broken things only stumble topsy-turvy towards entropy and oblivion. That's what happens to things like this. That's what happens to overly complicated, overly engineered neo-Stalinist police state hellholes. They eventually fall apart. You know, like a flywheel with a crack in it. All the pieces go everywhere. So in this Grinken time, as you're contemplating your corpse love, in this Grinken time, as you lube up your splunctus, in this Grinken time, when you lick your lips, and then you touch the buvula with your tongue, remember there are people who don't have anybody during Bo Blimptock, they have their cat. They might have a dog, but they got nothing. When the lights go out, when the, when the internet's down, when they hear the screams in the darkness. Mary Bo... Mary Bo Blimtock, brothers and sisters, and have a happy Grinkus time. Grinkin time. You know what I mean, baby. Happy Grinkin time.